Hello, Good Friday, Feel Good Friday, April 2nd. I think today has a, has a pretty good listen for you. Yeah, I think so. Good show going into the weekend. A stooge returns. Mm-hmm. A new friend potentially emerges. Mm-hmm. And we send, I think, into Final Four weekend in a beautiful fashion. Absolutely. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show. If you enjoy it, by the end of it, please be a friend and tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. Ty, let's get to it. Pretty big show today. Uh, got Xavier Rhodes joining us in the third hours. Cannot wait to chat with him. And then we might have a surprise guest in the first couple hours. Whoa. Really? Yeah, you know, like, um, you know when, uh, so you know when you were a kid and maybe your neighbor's uh like it was early or late at night yeah. and you go over and you'd say uh, to the parents like, is blah blah allowed to play? Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. And then the parent would have to, you know, say, well, Let's see. I got homework. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or, you know, not today. Or yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think that's kind of what's going on right now. So really? we might have big time guests. Gotta make sure the parents say it's okay though. Uh, to come on. That'll make more sense, I think, whenever <laughs> nice. the person comes on. Uh, I'm not talking to a child, by the way. I mean kids do not get along that well. But the um <laughs> the th- they like me, I don't like them. You know, oh, it's yeah. kind of a... Uh, Anyways, one eight 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 Mad Dog Sick. We're gonna take a lot of phone calls today. Wrapping up the week here. Uh, Easter's on Sunday. Hope you enjoy that. You know, the uh, Good Friday today, I guess, is when Jesus died. Mm-hmm. Correct. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Moment of silence. Okay, he died. Mm-hmm. Then Sunday. I'm back. Yeah. Bingo. So then it's Bingo. like a, it's a birthday all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, what Walks a comeback. with me, yeah. with me, with yeah. me out of the cave. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what Easter is all about. So we have eggs, of course, because the eggs uh, come from an animal that isn't a rabbit, but also the whole thing. Uh, is it because <laughs> I of it? I thought you went to IHOP after. Well, no. Is it, is it a full rebirth? Is that why the eggs are happening? Because it's another birth? You know what? Oh. I've never thought of it like that, but huh. that actually would make a little sense. That'd be a good way to spin it. You, you know, could. That. Santa Claus doesn't fully understand. It doesn't make a lot of sense, right? No, I, I don't know how the jolly old fat man came to be, but the I, elves I make the toys. What's that? The elves make the toys. I agree. Okay, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, two for two here early. I do appreciate that. But like Santa Claus, there's really nothing that kind of relates to Jesus being born. I guess coming out of the, down the fire, uh, the chimney out of the fire pit, yeah, or fireplace that could potentially be Jesus coming out of the Virgin. You know what I mean? Like the birthday. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's how you tie it together. The eggs, I think, is the birth, right? It's like a new birth, a rebirth. I'm back. How you doing? Mm -hmm. But the bunny, I never fully understood how the bunny got involved, but... I'm sure it's a great time for all our kids out there. I mean, the bunny's Hallmark. You know, those greedy corporate fat cats over at Hallmark uh, said, hey, listen, exactly. we got all these these Catholics, all these people that celebrate Easter, and we, we're not cashing in on it. We got to figure something out. Boom, Easter bunny. Yeah, we already did Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Remember whenever we basically made every husband, boyfriend, significant other feel terrible about themselves, mm-hmm. forced to buy our cards. Yep. We'll do the same thing damn thing with jesus coming out of a cave we'll make it a rabbit they'll have to get a basket it'll have to be an entire thing they're smart over there oh yeah hey that's smart business it is that's like apple you know creating the phone but then the only way to charge the phone is if you get our charger and then by the way our charger we're going to change that you got to pay for that then this and that it's like they generate you know people have to buy stuff Mm -hmm. oh yeah to keep it in there 
Hallmark has done that. They create holidays. Exactly. They do. And you're thinking, you're saying that, Ty Schmidt, you, are you 100% sure Hallmark created the bunny? Or I would just, guess they oh. were a big proponent of it. Oh, here we go, Z. Here we go. 1700s was the first time the Easter Bunny arrived in America. Uh, the German immigrants who settled in Pennsylvania and transported their tradition of an egg-laying hare called Osterhaas. Okay, let's go. 1700s okay. right there. Hallmark. Yeah. That's yeah. where the uh, So it was the German Hallmark that created yeah. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'll do, uh, you know, my lady will do, um, you know, like a, an, an Easter, Easter egg hunt. hunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll do an entire hunt where I'll have to do. Didn't do any of that as a child, but here I am as an adult getting ready for this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pumped up for Easter. Congrats to Jesus, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Jesus. Thought work. They thought he was dead. I don't know why it's Good Friday. Right, I guess because he died for sin, so that's a good thing so that everybody could act terribly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how Good Friday kind of exists, but everybody thought he was done after that Italian killed him. Yeah. You know what I mean? People oh, forget yeah. the Italians were... That's right. That might have been the, one of the first, like organized crime hits yeah mob hit my of all time mm-hmm. you know they kind of paid the italians to do that whole thing and when he comes back what a moment that had to be oh, oh yeah man. that son of a bitch you see him <laughs> holy shit that rock is moved that's like every time they uh anytime there's a dateline and somebody's trying to hire a killer and uh you know they end up recording and the the higher killer is that and they have to do like the makeup that they're dead and everything mm-hmm. yeah. and then in court you know whenever they're facing that person gets up on the stand i wonder if it's like i thought that motherfucker was dead yeah. <laughs> do you remember how happy i was when this person that i paid was paying somebody to kill was i was so happy here i am in court staring this person that has to be i now obviously that's a much different situation than when jesus popped back right but i would assume a lot of people that thought he was gone <laughs> yeah. refund exactly the, the o's were dead and gone mm-hmm. remember all that shit that dude was saying walking around doing all that mm-hmm. he is dead they were probably so happy well and then you know he thought oh and you thought i was kidding too look at the stigmata like yeah i really did die that i really me. did yeah, this is not an impersonator yeah, no. it's in the joke no this is not this is not <laughs> ty schmidt jay glazer no, no no this was me <laughs> yeah look boom, boom pow boom. see the, the feet too doom i was just bleeding a few days ago now what am i doing using those same hands yeah pushing rocks out of way mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you get in the oh that's where because the cave yeah exactly <laughs> Imagine the first. Game. Did he army crawl through uh, the earth, through the cave, no. underneath the stone? Yeah, no. Like, how did he get into the cave? Is that oh, what that's they, they, they buried? Yeah, him. yeah, they buried him after yeah. they took oh, him buried oh, from the cross. See, I didn't know that. I didn't, oh yeah. I, I, the only thing I've seen is the end. I thought the end was him kind of uh, hanging out like this. No, you know no. What I mean? And then they took him down and went yeah. and buried him in the cave. And, and then they put rocks in front. This yeah. sealed it, dead and gone. Mm-hmm. No one ever. To- Go in there again. And just like Bruce Wayne down in the thing, he took the rope off, jumped. Yep, yep. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Grabbed the thing. <laughs> right. And that's why we're celebrating Easter. Yeah. Bingo. You nailed it. Happy Easter, Connor. Hey, happy, happy Easter, Easter, Pat. Can you imagine the first guy, too, who walked back, you know, three days later? Hey, I'm just going to go check on JC, you know? And the rocks are all moved. Yeah. What's going on did here? Did somebody go in there? Holy shit. We didn't tell anybody where this cave was, did we? No, no, no. Somebody somebody moved some stuff. <laughs> yeah, like a Dom Batista walking in there. That's probably what they thought happened. Some guy that big moving a rock all of a sudden. No, nobody's in there. Well, who did you say? Dom Batista. <laughs> go on. You know, someone that size, a guy, you know, who's oh, standing no. over who everybody. Is Dom Batista. I don't know. I watched a movie with him in the uh, movie last night. It's Dave Batista. There it is. Dave oh, Batista. No. Dave Batista. I thought it was Dom Toretto you were talking about. Dom Toretto too. A guy that size. I thought you were saying Vin Diesel walked in there. Vin Diesel, yeah, sure. Vin Diesel moved it. 
Dave Batista. I like Dom Batista, by the way. Sounds yeah. better. Give me what I want. <laughs> Dave Batista. Uh, Zito, happy Easter, by Thank the way. Thank you. Means a lot. Had a couple drop-ins there early that potentially just completely derailed the entire place where I was headed. But I do, every time you speak, I think to myself. Was the IHOP? Because he ate eggs when he got out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the rabbit's hop. I thought that was both. Yeah, yeah, it was, honest, a, it was a double layer joke. As soon as I thought of IHOP, I thought pancakes immediately. Yeah, it's like, they, I those don't expire. Know, I don't know how we're going to get to the pancakes, but um, Zito, I anytime, love eggs. anytime your brain thinks of something, I would like you to continue to just fire it out there. But yeah, right yeah. now, the the poll that we put out, I think this one is going to garner some real conversation. Mm-hmm. And once we'll get to some phone calls here immediately following the poll introduction here. We'll try to break a record maybe for the amount of phone calls. This oh, yeah. week has been... I'm going to be honest. This week has not been a fun one to be oh. a live sports show yeah. host story. A little dry in the sports world. It really is. Now, granted, Final Four is tomorrow. It's All right. Right. Hell yeah. Pro days. Pro days are happening. People are running around. And there's a combine happening now, too, yeah. I guess, which wasn't supposed to happen, which is why these pro days are so big. Now there's a combine happening. Two pro days for a lot of guys and a combine for these coaches. Feels like there's a chance the NFL is potentially, you know, seeing a situation here and maybe, you know, oh, we can have they get to get us they get to allow us to evaluate them to potentially get what we'll two pro might have three pro days yeah, sure. have this combine we'll do this we'll do that they yeah remember they have to do this stuff because if not they're not going to get to the nfl they want to get to the nfl don't they we are the nfl they got to do all their stuff let's continue to do it it's interesting how this has all worked now granted indianapolis handling the march madness spectacle with very little Interruption, very little. I guess there was a team early in the right. in, in that got COVID or whatever, but it feels like Indianapolis was able to handle this. The NFL, who knows Indianapolis very well because the combine for years and years has been here, watch what happened with March Madness. Probably gave a couple calls to the city. Hey, can we just can we just do the combine? They're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we You're got good. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah, we we're all good. We got these tunnels, you know, the tunnels will do where you literally walk under the city to get mm-hmm. to the stadium and then to the convention center then to wherever you need. sure you're fine. They're like, "Well, we already did all these pro days. Do we want to do a combine?" And every team was like, "Yes, we would like to do a combine." Now they're doing a combine as well. The NFL, there's a couple of that going on. Uh, there's some bullshit news headlines that are happening, mm-hmm. I guess, which we were right in the middle of this yeah. week. Oh yeah. A lot of those. That's what's going to happen, though, whenever you're covering sports on a daily basis and maybe sports aren't happening on a daily basis that are worth talking about. Like, for instance, baseball happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Biggest thing out of it, Cleveland um, TV guy doing his thing. Mm -hmm. Biggest thing from day one was Cleveland TV guy calling a caller uh, an ignoramus. (laughs) That was maybe my favorite thing that happened out of day one. Yankees lost. Pirates won. Tigers won. Uh, Dodgers lost. Dodgers lost. Let's assume the Boston Red Sox today, their first game, they're going to lose. No, no, no. This is is what... Listen, not because they're not good. It's because I think if you're even a notable team at all this season, you're losing early. Mm -hmm. And remember, we talked to Euclid yesterday. He said, there's going to be teams that stink and their fans are going to be happy yeah. uh, during the first month because they have to kind of find their bearings. But I, I, pretty good bet today, I think, is the Red Sox are going to lose if yeah. you just go off what happened yesterday. I don't know. I do have a feeling the Sox are going for the perfect season, 162-0. and 0. Okay. So I don't know okay. if I would bet mm-hmm. Is that what your sources, people in the know, are telling you? That's what they're saying. They're saying, hey, look, they're coming out every single game this year looking for a win. We talked about baseball buried our show there for a bit. The, the Yankees stink. <laughs> 
No, oh, they, yeah. it looks like they Judge. Does. He's pathetic. Like Judge year. played like shit yesterday. He's what do you mean? Dog shit. Uh, he was one for five. I mean, he left a lot of guys on base. No, it, I think one in for the five. Dog in, the, in the bottom of the ninth, I want to say he had guys on second and third with two outs, with chance to walk off, and he struck out Whiff. on the heater. I mean, right down the middle. So, no, it, 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 it'll take it. Well, Foxy, I mean, it was ninety-eight miles an hour. It wasn't a meatball, but Listen, you know. my first time ever in a batter's box, the guy threw ninety-two miles an hour, I turn square on it. Okay, yeah. Aaron Judge, bottom of the ninth. A lot of money on the line. Okay, yeah. tie game. Tie game with. I didn't know this because uh-huh. obviously I did not watch the rest mm-hmm. of that game. As soon as it got off on the the studio, I would never turn it on again. But I thought we were winning that game. So did I. I wake up this morning. I checked the whole thing. We lost. Yeah, I lost. Mm-hmm. We lost. We lost yesterday. Yeah, a pretty significant amount. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I looked for, I didn't know that we had a chance to win this thing. And our guy who we bet on multiple times, first yeah. home run first of home the MLB run. season, have a home, home run. run yesterday. Lost that. I didn't know he lost that those bets and the game for us yesterday. What's I mean, he doing? Is he too famous? He's is Aaron Judge too popular now? No, see, he, 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 he the pinstripes. He stinks. Listen, he was, Aaron he Judge. Stinks. He was hurt last year. Okay, it's going to take him Whoa. a little bit of time to kind of get back into the swing of things. It's a long season. Hell, he might hit two homers tomorrow. Okay. Really? So just, let's pump the brakes on Aaron Judge, all right? <laughs> we sound, Connor and I, because how much money, I don't know about Connor, but I do know how much money I lost. And Connor also bet on the Yankees, which is not something he wants to do at all Ever. in his life. But he was kind of talked into it. I think what we were doing was literally what that Cleveland TV guy <laughs> yelled at the person for calling. <laughs> yeah. You're going to judge this guy off one <laughs> game? That's what we did, yeah. And that's what baseball should be. It yeah. should be a little bit more in-the-moment judgment instead of, hey, he's got 161 more games. It's like, I don't. Well, that's not what I was saying yesterday when he struck out with Ducks on the pond in the bottom of the ninth. You know what I'm saying? Well, you guys watch that here? Or did you watch yeah, that here. How was the reaction? Uh, I was pumped. I mean, it was awesome. Well, watch, then it, uh, the you Yankees lost lose. money, though. You bet on the Yankees. I'd rather the Yankees lose than me win a bet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, fuck you. Come, Come on. on. That's what's tough is they were the home team. So, you know, and then the top of the 10th, they gave up a run. And then the Yankees didn't. In the, so it wasn't like a bang, bang, game's over. It was kind of just like a, a slow bleed out almost. This is yeah. unbelievable. It, it it's stuck. What are you going to do? I cannot believe the Yankees stink all of a sudden. They're yeah. terrible. They're going to win 110 games this year. Worst Don't baseball. you worry. Don't, don't you worry. They're the worst team in baseball this, right now. This fucking clown that. with the mustache, and Think he's just <laughs> diarrhea from the mouth right, right now. now. I've anything he Bro, said. It has been just a sewer coming out <laughs> yes. of his mouth about the Yankees. They're in last yeah. place right now. So how about that? Pirates are in first, by the way. Yeah. They, they are. share first place right mm-hmm. now. It's a new era yeah. in the MLB. Shout out to the Cubs. Completely dusty. Don't start off hot. Don't start off hot, baby. That's what you basically said, by the way. Yeah. You, yeah. You basically, that's why I bet against the Red Sox today. That's when, you know, Uke was playing. This is a new season, boys. We're talking about <laughs> baseball in 2021. Can okay. Uke win a World Series? <laughs> Mold Mold two of them. And now you're, listen, that's a whole different time. Yeah, look, so what yeah. you're saying, it was very different baseball when you guys were winning? Oh, yeah. It, it's not what the baseball currently is. No, 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 no. We, still won why? One. we still won one after you. No, don't don't get me ball. wrong. Okay. We had one a couple years ago. More recently than the Yankees. I'm done talking baseball. (laughs) Let's go to JoJo in Pasadena, California. What's going on, JoJo? Yo, good morning. Buenos dias. How are we doing today? Hey, uh, uh, buenos dias, uh, mi amigo, mi amigo. Mon frere's French yesterday, Francis. I don't know that Spanish right there. You better chill. Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, JoJo. What what do you want to talk about? Anything but uh, baseball, please. Oh, for sure. Um, 
I want to talk about this idea that Jeff Bezos is going to come save the NFL. Save? Who said it's save? Uh, I don't know. I just hear this talk about him, but I think he needs to keep his dirty little fingers out of our game. Whoa. Go to space. Do what you got to do, bud. But I want a young Mark Cuban. I want a young Pat McAfee. I want a young Thank billionaire you. to get in there. I would like that That's as well. That's un-American. I would like that as well. Monopoly, pal? Well, JoJo, the thing is Monopoly. I mean, the NFL, you just started a whole different conversation now <laughs> yeah. because both Bezos and the NFL, potentially, you're talking about a couple Monopolies yeah. now at this point. But uh, whenever you talk about a young owner and here's like a, a, you know, I think a lot of people are already realize this, but since you brought it up and it's a nice little talking point, uh, the only way you can be a young owner in the NFL is if the team is handed down for you from your parents or whatever, if it's a legacy. Because usually if you're going to have to be a self-made person to afford an NFL team to be able to buy in, a la what Mark Cuban was able to do with the Mavericks and what other business Gary Vee allegedly wants to do with the Jets. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would obviously love to own an NFL team. It's going to take some time to accrue the amount of cash to do so. So the only real young people I think you'll ever see, and now granted, somebody will come in and create something that's fantastic and maybe they'll be able to do it but normally it takes a little bit to generate enough wealth to be able to buy a team if you don't come from the super wealth world now with that being said bezos is the richest man on earth he also is not nearly as old as a lot of the nfl owners are i think getting the richest man on the planet into the league is good for the league i also think he is he's not necessarily considered old now jojo i appreciate you saying me and i I believe there's other people that are young that are aspiring to one day get there. And hopefully I'll be, hey, you know what? Hopefully I'll be able to buy a fucking team next year. Yeah. Hell yeah. That'd be awesome. Well, hey, you know what? Why not? JoJo, if, if I'm able to do that or if anybody else is able to do that, you know, Powerball comes around, some other shit happens to hit, and you can do it. I hope that happens. But normally it's going to take a little bit to get that type of money, which is why whenever people get into ownership positions, they've been through the gamut, had all their success. That's why normally you hear those old whites say fuck you to everybody about everything because of how long it's taken them to get there. Now, the legacies and the, like the Spanos family that's going on with the Chargers mm-hmm. and everything like that, that can some sometimes be handed over and that person's maybe doesn't appreciate or respect the appreciate or the the opportunity that they have so maybe that's a little bit of a different thing but it's gonna be tough to get young owners especially in the nfl when it's 2.2 bill three bill for a team to get in there and even when they're passed down like bob Kraft's son who will take over after him he's 50 something but how old was ursay when he ended up getting the team wasn't he pretty 30 young? something yeah. yeah from his dad he bought it for a million bucks or something like yeah. that or now maybe he got paid a million bucks I forget what it was. He bought it from his dad, though. Yeah, he was 30 That's so young. That might probably won't ever happen again. It, I mean, well, maybe. Really? You th- like nah. the pass downs, you think? His daughters are older than that already. Well, the only per- How old's Tony Khan? That would be like the only one, right? Yeah, but Shad looks like he's going to live long. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It would be dope to have an NFL team, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine us walking into a stadium <laughs> on Sunday as the owners? And they always do, like, the billionaire owner meetings on the on the field where they all have their security flanking them that were either ex-Navy SEALs or ex-whatever, <laughs> yeah. and they all kind of just walk across the field. And, you know, one of them probably tells the other one, hey, if you need any more friends that want to come do this job, just, just tell them and say we need it or whatever. There's been some owners that have walked across an NFL t- uh, field to come talk to Jim Irsay, 
that have had eight to nine people flanking them. And they're just walking in the middle of a football field. It's just like, it's like an orb, like they're the, like, it's literally like these people are just orbiting around them. And then they get to our sideline to talk to Jim, who has his own crew with him or whatever. Jim had a guy, by the way, that used to just carry around a bag of money. And he was literally the bag man. It was awesome. It was like a uh, Where's the bag man? it was like a satin bag, and because uh, Jim would just hand out hundreds to people, like that was just one of Jim's moves for a little bit there. Whenever he was really, you know, kind of he, he I think he goes in phases of like being in public, and then some he he stays behind the scenes, and then everybody knows the battles that he's had or whatever. But there was a string there where he was really up and had, had a lot of practices. He was at training camp. He was at games. You know, it was like it was really awesome to see. His move, he'd get that bag from that, like he would almost like summon the bad guy. The bad yeah. guy would come and he would just start handing out hundreds to people. That's awesome. It was fucking electric. The way. He did it at training camp. You know, in training camp, you know, aside from me and Vinny, nobody really gets to pay attention about a lot of the shit that's going on around the field because at night, those night training camps, it's not like I can go over to the other field and kick for three hours, which is how long I practice. So I'm just literally just hanging out or whatever, watching training camp happen. And when Jim used to show up in his golf cart and there'd be like a golf cart, like flank, two golf carts <laughs> yeah. flanking him with people, his golf cart would be souped up. He would get there. You could see him like have his conversations with people or whatever. Then he would just get bored, it seemed like. And he would get in his golf cart, drive over to where the people are. And it was just like, here's a hundred, here's a hundred, <laughs> here's a hundred, here's a hundred. And the place, by the way, everybody is oh, just yeah. flocking yeah. to him. Jim's handing out hundreds. It was amazing to watch. He asked me to take a picture with somebody. And, uh, it was at the warm-ups of a game. It was, I forget who it was. It was somebody in his circle had a child who was a fan of mine on Twitter or whatever. They, yeah. were, they happened to be with him. And he's sitting there on the sideline. He's got his people flanking him. And me and Vinny are just like sitting down bullshit and waiting for the warm-ups to be over or whatever. And Jim turns around and he walks. He goes, uh, brother, is there any way you could take a photo with somebody from me or whatever? I'm like, Jim, yeah. Like, Jim, this whole thing is. I'll look around. This whole thing is yours, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, whatever the hell. Oh, you're the best. They say you're like the Beatles, brother. They want your photo. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know if that's the case, but uh, no problem at all. And he walks away. And Vinny goes, uh, you might be the most ridiculous fucking human I've ever. I said, excuse me. I got to go take a picture? Yeah. <laughs> excuse me. I got to. So I take the photo, you know, and I come back and sit down. And I think when I took the photo, um, me and it was a like a probably like a 13, 14 year old girl or whatever. And I'm sitting there and the group of people I'm looking at, it was two owners. Okay, standing there. Jim Mercy had like a sport coat on, clean ass shoes, yeah. you know. He was like, crack. Everybody that was staring at me was both the owner's entire entourages, basically. And then there was like three camera people in the middle. And the, our whole team is warming up behind me, right? So at this point, a lot of people are seeing what's going on. So it looks like I'm posing for a photo with somebody in front of two billionaires and this whole crew. Photo happens, and then obviously, you know, they, they do a round of like, yeah, thank you, you know. And I like walk through and I sit down. Then there starts to be a little bit of a trickle of people walking. But what the fuck are you? Yeah. You're taking photos of billionaires now? I'm like, hey, listen, man. Jim Mersey said I was like the fucking Beatles, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? But it was those pregame antics. If we ever owned a team, oh, you can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. They do whatever they want. <laughs> they, they, they just walk in and say, they do whatever they want. Walk, middle of warm-ups, go shake the other coach's hand. And the coach is like, yeah, oh, shit, might need a job someday. Yeah, Player, you know, do what Imagine if we owned a team. It would be fucking awesome. And it is. 
obviously that's very early dream is that happening. Mm-hmm. I think we are roughly 45 years away from maybe 30 hey, years away okay. from that. All right. Could be longer. That's not uh, bad. Could be shorter. Yeah. Could be a year. Could be a year. True. If one of these teams go up for sale and then you take your little, take a little trip up to Silicon Valley where all those venture capitalists are, and go, listen, you guys just print money up here. There's 70 different venture capitalist people that all have $700 billion. Mm-hmm. None of it makes any sense and they're all in like the same area. It doesn't make it. Imagine going up there and rallying the troops to just give you, can I just get like $4 billion or so? It's a business. I got a good business. <laughs> Think about Here's it. Here's my business model. Okay, we're just going to get in the NFL. And guess what? It's going to work. So, How's that turn on the ROI is going to be good. And if not, by the way, just to drop in a bucket for you, let's just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do try to set up some meetings here and try to buy an NFL team. Maybe that's the move. I'm walking through a cheese practice. Hey, Pat. You know, sorry. Pat Mahomes. Why don't you throw me a ball? Hey, so throw me one right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to right. go deep. Right. Throw me the ball. You know, the headset? The you know the headset? It's what, offense coordinator quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like mine. I'm in there. <laughs> I, and I'll, I'll stop talking in 15 seconds on the play clock, but right. I would like at least access from my... We need a fucking deep ball, don't hey, we? Can we throw it deep, please? Hey, 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 hey enough of this, huh? And then, uh, yep, and then next play. Isn't that elevator straight uh-huh. down? Yep. You're fired. Get Give me the headset. <laughs> I'm calling plays now. I'm the captain now. That's what you can do. Oh, yeah. Out of all the owners, who would call plays? With Jim? Jerry. No, no. Jim Mercer's doing a, Jim's doing a halftime performance. Jerry's calling plays. He probably is right now. See, Al Davis actually was. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I think Al, yeah. once he passes away, that doesn't happen anymore. But there's, there's all those legendary stories from the coaches that, like, a call would come down. Mm-hmm. And it was they'd answer, and it's Al Davis saying that something needs to happen. And you just, like, put it down. And you're like, okay, right. let's change the gameplay. Right. Throw the ball. Let's throw the ball. <laughs> I have talked to a coach before who, works, who had worked in the NFL as an offense coordinator. Okay, and this kind of sounds like me pawning off a story on somebody. Uh, but it's this person – Pretty great coach, offense coordinator in the NFL, has not been on this show. Okay, so I'm trying to, the night before a game, Saturday, got a call from the owner of the team he was working for, and the owner of the team for one out, this is Saturday night after team meetings, this is 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, gets an entire hour-long conversation, starts out as, how you doing, you know, full convo. Then it slowly goes into this a particular draft choice Ooh. that was drafted in the first round. And then it was, feels like tomorrow is a good time for this person to, and then like kind of a weave through a conversation. And the offense coordinator had to change the entire fucking thing before Sunday morning. It Damn. just had to add like seven plays. He was like, uh, boys, uh, here you go. This is this whole thing. So, I mean, I was not there, but I imagine that was an electric factory. And I'm like, if I'm the owner, I'm, I mean, potentially earlier than Saturday night. Oh, yeah. But, Probably hey, a few more than seven plays, too. Let's hey, on Wednesday, <laughs> hey, listen, I drafted the guy for a reason. Let's yeah. fucking get him the ball. You remember the annexation of Puerto Rico? Make his right. fucking ass last. <laughs> Run it. Let's go. Did it work or? I don't know. I didn't follow up. Oh, okay. They were explaining, so probably not. They were explaining their life to me. I was like, what's it like? Like, you know, it gets pretty, you're just playing Madden, but like for real. Yeah. You know, I, was, I was asking and they're like, yeah, it's not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, a quick story. That's a quick story. Saturday night after team meeting, after snack, after everything, get a call from the owner telling me this player basically needs to fucking play and we need to do it. Sunday morning had to change the entire thing. 
Zero sleep going into a big game. Awesome. Kidding me? That's the NFL, by the way. And if you coach for our team that we own, that shit's happening. Expect- do you think Bezos would be a guy that would do that? Because it seems like he's almost so rich that like he's not going to be involved in no. any of the day-to-day stuff. No. You know what I mean? Like It's just another asset. He doesn't give a fuck about the football team. I think like- Bezos is coming out, giving a speech to the team mm-hmm. every once in a while after practice. You know, when Earth State would come to our uh, practice and then give a speech to the team afterwards... It was always... Give you a little fire? No. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, of you, know, course. you know how I feel. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But my take on speeches is I'm just listening to the person speak. Like, I, I enjoy, you know, like, seeing how humans speak. Like, especially who are... Like, Roger Goodell. Me watching Roger Goodell speak at that thing in our team meeting room whenever the lockout was happening. And he was trying to just not answer any questions, deflect mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And he, I was like, God, that guy's a good speaker or whatever. Head coach is giving uh, team meetings. You know, I'm watching like, I, like I've told Chuck, like, yeah, pretty good meeting there. Yeah, yeah the performance. Yeah, I'm a, I judge the performance, not yeah. so much like, you know what I mean? Which probably not the right way to look at things. Probably not a per- good person to be in the audience whenever you're speaking or whatever. But I'm fascinated how people get their messages across. When Jim would come talk, it was always like a high level. Mm -hmm. It was always a high level conversation about the Colts, the history of the Colts, where he's been, what he wants to do with that whole thing. I would assume Bezos would come in and give a pretty high level. Same thing. It would be like, hey, our business, we need to do this type thing. Mm -hmm. I think if you buy a team, you're only buying a team so you can go to the games and hang out at the practices and Mm -hmm. kind of be a part of it. Yeah. But maybe Bezos just buys it and says, ah, this is just something that's guaranteed to make yeah. money because the CBA says we have to. Right. And then now, you know, you, you guys' games are going to be coming through my platform either. So not just a nice little one-two hey, punch. Hey, you're welcome for being on this team. Yeah. You're playing on my network. You're on my team. <laughs> in my stadium. Mm-hmm. Basically, I could buy this whole fucking league if I wanted to. Yeah. Every league. That stadium. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. He would reset the standards on practice facilities, stadiums. It would be awesome. That's where he would really show his skill. It would be great to have Bezos in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. All the other owners would hate him, though. Mm-hmm. It'd be good for business. Maybe Jerry and Kraft and the guys that are really calling the shots business-wise, maybe they'll enjoy him because, you know, business mind. But, man, whenever he starts just shitting on everybody else's everything because he can't, he can buy the NFL, the NBA, and something else right now if he wanted to and still be one of the richest humans to ever exist. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was every team in every professional sports league in the United States. And still be yeah. a top 50 richest person yeah. of all time. Jesus Christ. Crazy. <laughs> That's wild. Hey, good for you, man. Congrats, Jeff. Congrats, Jeff. By the way, just from having a paint Amazon sign behind him in his, in his small, little, terribly lit room. Now look at him. Pretty good. Pretty good. Worked out. <laughs> People go through many changes as we get older. Isn't that right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men, it begins around the age of 30. And testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. My Whoa. God. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left. No. Uh-oh. Minus 30. Well, if it starts around 30, this is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30. And the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is where That's they can get you. <laughs> It's one of them damn word problems. This is one of those yeah. problems where you're like, well, wait a minute. Uh, which, can I ask a follow-up? 
Anyways, I was good at those tests because I always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher. That's right. Okay? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but this is me versus you. Fuck you. That's, <laughs> how I, that's how I view it. That's why friends at Roman have a new supplement designed to support testosterone production. I did not know this. They formulated their own supplements with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. You hear this, AJ? Roman's mm-hmm. testosterone supplement is for anyone who wants to support their own body's natural function. They formulated their own blend with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash USA. Their supplement contains vitamin D3, zinc, magnesium, maca, and ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else. To learn more about these incredible ingredients, visit GetRoman.com slash USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two-day shipping. When you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good news. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Um, hilarious show thus far. Had the return of a character uh, last hour. Got a chance to chat with uh, him about us getting April Fool's pranked. How did we <clears throat> let that happen, uh, boys? That's so, on me. Huh? That's on me. Yeah, but... You, I mean, you were probably the one that sent into the group, which that group text is a ongoing list of things to potentially talk about on a day to day or whatever. And it's yeah. a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful message board in there, basically. Oh yeah, you know, with a lot of tweets getting sent and things like that. Uh-huh. But normally, when it gets sent in there, I see it. All right, I see it, and then normally I do my own. Let me click. Let me go see what's going on. Sure, let me get sure. the response. Like I do that. I, I'm on my phone a lot in this particular profession. With that one, I synced it. I clicked on it. I think Dana answered. Yes. I was so excited. I was so pumped. I was so thankful. Like, okay, Bones is back. I just completely let down my entire guard, I think. And also, I mean, it was the next day. It was April April 2nd when I read it. So I had my guard done. So this is allegedly just an April Fool's prank. And uh, Bones actually tweeted out moments before tweeting this one out that it's actually 1142 here where I'm at right now. (laughs) And the next tweet was this one. And uh, that was him basically saying it's still April Fool's Day, isn't it, over here where I'm at? So he got us. Uh, We talked to Ariel about that. Ariel broke the news to us that that was that. And that's kind of tough letting him get a win. You know? Yeah, Yeah. it's a real bummer. Yeah, but if it happens, then, you know, we were right. He'll want he was wrong. Exactly. True. If they potentially come to an agreement here in the next couple of days, yep. we knew it all along. Exactly. Yeah. But we did get got. That's going to happen in this game. You just got to get yours more than you get got, though. And I think we've had, you know, some good conversations this week about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We have a guest joining us here momentarily that I cannot wait to chat with. And whenever he was in Minnesota as a Viking, I think he was one of the most talked about defensive backs in the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. Yep. And something happened at the end of Minnesota run. The Colts signed him. Chris Ballard brings him over. Last year, dominant. Yeah. yeah. Hell of a player. 
absolute hell of a player. You're a hell of a player when, when, as soon as he gets to Indianapolis. It was awesome to see. It was great for the Indianapolis Colts. Just recently, he signed a one-year deal to come back to the Indianapolis Colts. So we don't know if that's for uh, another year to potentially try to get to free agency, which I think if he continues to play how he's been playing, he will be able to get paid from somebody. But Xavier Rhodes, I, I'm very pumped to hear about everything going on in his uh, world. He's not on. Ah. Oh, come on, Xavier. I was trying to draw out the, <laughs> yeah. the intro as much as possible. Literally everything. I was trying my absolute best. The thing I did miss is uh, he was first-round pick back in 2013 out of Florida State. That's right. Three-time pro bowler, first-team all-pro, hell of a football player, just signed back with the Indianapolis Colts. He's still not on. Nah. I was about to go through it again. You know what I mean? play against Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. This guy knows what it's like <laughs> so to step on a football field with Aaron Rodgers playing. Mm-hmm. He's been around now for a long time, former first-round draft pick mm-hmm. in 2013, has had a resurgence in Indianapolis as a member of an incredible Colts defense that Matt Eberflus is in charge of. He's signed a one-year deal to come back to Indianapolis just recently. Ladies and gentlemen, Xavier Rose. Yeah! How you doing, dude? I'm doing great, man. Can't complain. Life is great. Hey, congrats on another year deal. I'm not 100% sure if that's what you were thinking you were going to sign or what you are going to get into, but as a Colt fan, I'm pumped you're back. Oh, man, I'm happy to be back with the Colt Nation, you know, horseshoe. Now, when you come to Indianapolis, you know, because nobody, I think whenever you got to Indianapolis, a lot of people are, okay, Xavier Rhodes, holy shit, we got a great player here. Then you think about, you know, something, some things maybe didn't, weren't perfect in Minnesota. What has it been like in Indy, though, for this? It feels like you're back to being top of your game. Like, you might, in your prime right now, it feels like here, whenever you're see, your career it was so damn good, it feels like you're playing better than ever. What has it been about the Colts that has made you, is it the leadership role that you're out of? fall into is it the defense what is it you think confidence you know playing db you know it's all about confidence having confidence and going to that game you know you can do your job the best way you can and um you know and just going out there with just the confidence knowing you can win each and every down and those guys believed in me and i felt they believed in me the coaches showed that they believe in me and they told me each and every day like we're going to help you get back help you get back to your ability to do what you was before and we just going to build this confidence in you have you not worry about anything out there on the field that's really cool of you to say by the way really cool of you to say we appreciate that was there things that were happening was it on the field confidence off the field what was it was it a combination of things what do you think it really was i mean it was more off you know and um i deal i had to deal with i had to deal with off the field with uh family issues and me personally and you know that triggered in with 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 football and and a lot happened once that happened everything was just a domino effect from there okay so whenever you get by the way thank you for telling this it's very fucking cool to hear this and i think a lot of people will learn from this that hey you know even the best athletes on earth sometimes deal with some shit and go through some shit so i appreciate you saying that frank reich Has he been a big part of this whole thing? Because, for instance, Carson Wentz seems to be a guy in Philadelphia where he wasn't playing his best football. Seems like confidence, if you watch his game, was the type of thing. Now, he just said he kind of needed something new. They say Frank Reich is a guy that when you're in there, is it is it Frank? Is it the culture? What is it about Indianapolis that really had you kind of turn it all around? 
it's both, man. Frank, he's gonna let you be you. You know, he's gonna he gonna he gonna make you go out there and play every give out give everything out there on that field, man. You can see it out there on the, on the with his with the players. And we run to the ball, we play hard. The offensive players they run their routes as hard as they can. I mean, they fight for extra, every yard on the field. Uh, on deep on the defensive side of the ball, we strip the ball, we try to create turnovers, we run to the ball. As you can see, we run to the ball each and every day. Yeah, it's a race. Yeah, yeah, it is a race. See who can get to the ball first. See who can strip the ball first. You know, it's we compete in in everything. You know, and um, and not only the offense and defense. You see on special teams, them guys is out there hustling, running, tackling. You know, every man, every. 11 players are to the ball, and that's what they preach, and that's what we do each and every day in practice. Darius Leonard said, I think it was on this show, when there was a potential, you know, at the beginning of this free agency, the tampering period, which you were experiencing in your own right, but there were some big names that were out there, like big-name defensive players. There, J.J. Watt was available mm-hmm. at the time. There was, I mean, there's a bunch of people that were potential free agents, and uh, the Colts, who have a lot of money, obviously a lot of people are thinking, well, the Colts are going to sign all these big-name players, both defense, offense, everybody they're potentially going to make moves and Darius said hey if you're going to come to this team like you're going to have to work like this this is not a this is no vacation you know if you're going to join our team you got to come work it feels like with what you just said there's a lot of pride on that defensive side of the ball like hey we're a hard-working badass group on defensive side of the ball that can win a, a Super Bowl if we have to huh yeah I mean what Darius said is right but also I can speak on every team, I've been on. I've been on um, another team, and we work. They we work there too. It's just that it's just the attitude you bring on the field. It's just that camaraderie you have on the field. Being on, being able to being with the coach and coach and being able to just go each and every day and working hard. I mean, being on that team, you you're going to work. Like it ain't no if ands buts about it. You're going to work every day, and you just got to have that mentality as in like man. Today is going to be the day I got to work, and I can't complain. I can't whine. I can't do anything. It's just I got to grind through it. Every day is a hard day. There's no easy days with the coach. And then with with that being said, you know, that mentality is like, all right, cool. During the week is going to be hard, but on game day is going to be the day I can be able to relax and chill because it's going to come smooth and easy for us because we work so hard during, during the week. Um, corners obviously have to run. A lot. Uh, I mean, that is. Do, do you do they put the tracking on you? And have you been told how like a, a, a distance you have ran in a practice or in a training camp or in anything like that? Uh, yeah, I can't tell. You. I can't remember, man. Uh, it came to a point I just didn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that was the big thing. Because before you were around when they didn't have those, right? I mean, that was then. Then the, yeah. the science came in, and it was like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to put these trackers, and it's going to the one the. When I was introduced, they actually described it as Soviet satellites. That's uh, Soviet satellites is how it was described. I'm like, oh, my (laughs) old Russians are involved in this. Like, what is going on? And then, like, the the data, they were like, "Uh, do you know that Instagram here runs six miles at practice every single day? Maybe we should dial it back a little bit. Because there for a while, nobody had a clue the exact amount of, you know, how much running was happening. Then they started putting those trackers on, and they're like, whoa, 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 we need to... We need to potentially save the corners. <laughs> you were you kind of played through that whole process, right? Did, did, did that change anything for you? Uh, it ain't changed nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're running, huh? You're going to work. You're going to run. 
I mean, you can't you can't dictate. You can't really prepare for the game because you don't know. You never know how the game is going to go. So uh, in practice, they just try to manage the miles or, or or the workload throughout the week to get you to the point to function and play fast and play free on game day. But I mean, you can't manage how how hard and how fast the game and how long you're going to play the game. You might play the game and be and going overtime twice, you know, overtime games, you know, or it might be a, a, a defensive game where there's a lot of hit, a lot of running, or it might be an offensive game when there's a lot of running. You know, you just never know, but you just always try to prepare yourself throughout the week uh, and try to simulate that game for that week. Um, do you stay in shape? All year? Are you training all year round? Do you take downtime? Like right now, are you in the middle of obviously getting back into shape or just staying in shape? No, I'm in shape. I mean, I work all day, every day. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, I mean, this year, I would say this year, you know, with with, with COVID uh, last year and how long we was able to stay and work out, I didn't take any time off, no time, like during COVID last year. I had me a private trainer and we found a field. We found uh, we had our, had our, he had his own private gym, you know, just me and him. And we was working each and every day. And I didn't stop. You know, I did. I worked out every day. Did you like that? Did you like that off season where you got to control more? Because I think that's something that they're pitching for the future here. Oh yeah, I mean, but then again, you know, you have, I mean, you have different people, different different strokes for different folks. You know, some people like they need to be monitored. You know, they need to be pushed. Do you have some that can just do it on their own? I mean, but then again, I don't know. For me, I don't need to be monitored. I'm gonna work each and every day. I don't. I don't. I don't. I've been in the league long enough to know what I what I can and cannot do. I know my body. I know how hard I can push my body. I know how far I can go. And I know what can help help me recover faster. So it's like I don't need anyone to monitor me because I learned throughout the years playing in the NFL what's good for me. Yeah, and I think a lot of vets feel that way. And I do believe if there was to be a vote, there's a lot of, I think there would be a separation in age on who would want what. And that was kind of like the last CBA that was being talked about, too. Everybody kind of puts that in a thing. But the people that last are the faces of the game. I think they should have a little bit more say in a lot of things. We're talking to Xavier Rhodes, three-time Pro Bowler, All-Pro, corner for the Colts, just signed a one-year deal. Uh, who's somebody, who's a wide receiver you played against that you will always, you know, when you have the conversation that you have to rank next to you like who was the best person that you played against and now granted i know everybody has different styles but in your illustrious career here who is somebody you played against that was just like well that guy fucked me up a little bit oh man it's 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 it's, it's a few of them man i can i can give you i can't just give you one okay i just i mean i'm gonna give you a few i'm gonna spitball a few uh calvin johnson was one hilarious was that just hilarious Huh? Was he just hilarious to play against? Bigger, stronger, faster, one and got everything. Seemed like the nicest guy of all time, too. Uh, nice and I don't mean he ain't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> just ball. But uh, Calvin was one. Uh, Julio was another. Um, Devontae Adams. Oh, my God. Ooh, yeah. Lord. Devontae Adams, Antonio Brown, uh, Michael Thomas. Dude, that was a battle. Do they talk? Are you a talker? Or is it quiet? Who? You. Uh, until I've been, I, I'm not going to say because I'm Oh, not so you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit out there. Is that early? Is that early? Do you do research on them going into the game for your uh, verbal assault that's potentially going to happen in there? No, I don't really talk. 
I mean, I don't, I don't really talk to, I, to me personally. I don't know. Like I say, different scroll for different folks. I don't, I, me personally, what I believe in the best don't talk trash. The best just go out there and play. You know, they just, they just stand, they just go in there and play their game. And watching film is what is, is, is my talk. You know, when you watch film on me, you're going to know what you're going to get going up against. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how I talk. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know this week, you know what I'm saying? The next opponent is going to watch that film. They're going to watch, you know what they say, your best game is your last. So they're going to watch your last game and they're going to determine you and how to beat you off your last game. So it's like, that's how I play. That's how I play. I play in that moment, but also knowing the back of my head, like next week I'm going to play against this team and they're going to watch this film and try to depict the weaknesses of that film. Man. I never did any of that. <laughs> it could, probably could have been a lot better if I had to guess. What do you have, Connor? Yeah, Xavier, there's a uh, proposal going around now for DBs to be able to wear uh, single-digit numbers. Is that something you're interested in, and would you change your I number? I don't care. I don't care about that. I mean, <laughs> you make the number. The number don't make you, man. That's, that's always been my motto. Yeah, but I, I mean – a defensive end or outside linebacker with a single digit number, you immediately go, Oh, he used to be in a skill position. That guy used to, <laughs> yeah. that guy, that's a thought, isn't it? So, so growing up, it's just like you see a D, a D lineman with a number one, oh, he must be good. Like, do I have one on his back? Oh, he must be the best player on, on the team. You know, that's what, that's just a mind mental thing, you know what I'm saying? So, it's, 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 that's all it is. But for me, it's just, I don't really care for it, you know? You say some bullshit. That's what you said. It's all bullshit. I didn't say that. Don't put words in my mouth. See that going out in the public. T.Y. comes back to the Colts as well for another year. Did you know about him before you came to Indianapolis? I would assume you did. Um, but he's not like media-wise not nationally known, I don't think. But around the league, I feel like he has a pretty good respect from a lot of people. What are your thoughts on T.Y.? And obviously, are you excited he's back as an Indianapolis Colt? I mean, yeah, I'm excited he's back, man. He's a, he's, he's a big part of Indy. Like, he's, he, to me personally, he's Indy. Yeah. You know, he, he's been in Indy his whole career. Um, he has broken some records. He done done, he done done things. A lot of very few receivers was able to do there. Uh, it was, it's been it's been a few that broke. He still have to reach some milestones from previous receive. I mean previous receivers, but also man, he just did Legend great Marv. there. And I, I feel like it's awesome for him to come back to this to, to the Colt Nation and to the family and finish out there if he continues if he continues out playing. Do you guys one on ones? Do we one on ones? Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, we go against each other in practice. Yeah, yeah. How how is that? Because I do know I believe he's a pretty competitive human. I'd assume you are as well. Just know it's competitive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would assume that's the case. Uh, we can't thank you enough for joining us here. Did I hear a ghost in the background there? Was that a a ghost? Well, it sounded like a yell, a shriek there is in the background. Oh, that was my daughter. That was your daughter? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised she didn't bust in here hearing me talking and stuff. <laughs> How old? She's three. Oh, nice. So at that age, you're going to have to forgive me. I don't know the humans at that age. Uh, full conversations? Yeah. Can you can you kind of get a vibe for what she's going to do? Uh, at that age, her favorite word is no, and she do what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great time. Well, I'm happy you said yes to the Colts. 
vacation. I'm having a vacation right now. <laughs> you're not talking to us right now. You just we can extend this if you'd like to just kind of spend some more time away. Uh, where do no. you stay? Where do you stay? No. Where do you well, stay? I'm, where do you I'm stay? Where? Florida. How is it just wide open down there? By the way, it's it, from. I just hear it's open down there. Is that true or is that not true? Yes, I mean, come down and see for yourself, man. You might have a good time. You might not. You want to wear a mask? Don't come down here. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Xavier Rhodes. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions and millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. Uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Nah. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel, shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. That's right. Today's the day that Jesus died. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Today's the day that Jesus died. And they were singing bye-bye Jesus Christ. That's what they said. Drove and then a couple of days later, he came up out of the cave, said, I'm back, bitch. I'm back. Thing, and that's what Easter is on Sunday. We hope you have a fantastic Good Friday. We hope you have an amazing Easter Sunday. And we can't wait for you to listen to another hour in 57 minutes of complete bullshit about <laughs> sports at Boston Connors here. Ty Schmidt is here. At Viva Lazito is here. The boys in the back are here as well. Hour one saw us talk about the Chicago Bears. Yep. Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy spoke to the media. We learned a lot of things. We also talked about Bezos potentially becoming an owner in the NFL and what that would mean. We talked about a lot of things, but we did not chat about the rule changes that came to be this week in the NFL. 17-game season happening. Let's go. We talked during the break. Our predictions for the Chicago Bears. Record next year. Yeah. I said, you know. Still got Aaron in there in my head immediately. Mm-hmm. Still going to have to figure some things out. And I said, you know, my first thought was probably going to go 500. So I said eight and then woo, in the middle of it, I was like, no, whoa, whoa. So eight and nine was my immediate thought. But that sounds much worse than nine and eight. Mm-hmm. And you know what sounds even worse than that is what some prediction at the toxic table was seven and ten. Oh. Think about how bad it sounds, though, when your team wins seven games instead of it being seven and nine, which is bad. But everybody's like average average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next year, there's going to be a team that goes seven and ten and it's going to sound fucking terrible. Terrible. Not it awesome. is. It is very. Now, listen, one more game. 
for players. It might as well be 10 more games because their body, obviously, they're not happy about this. Fans, for good reason. They're only making, by the way, uh, and by only, it's a lot of money by any other standard, but also what they do for a living is high risk. And, you know, there's also a lot of people that watch it, and there are not a lot of people watching. People do other jobs that don't make as much money. So it is a little bit different. So it's difficult to judge what they're getting paid versus what somebody else is getting paid who has a much more important job. So I'm about done with that. Yeah. But the one seventeenth bonus that they get for the 17th game so that you just get paid the same exact amount the entire time brilliant agreement or whatever but that 17th game didn't earn the nfl just one seventeenth more no. that 17th game added a lot of money there so the nfl wins again in that entire business mm-hmm. thing but for fans this is awesome Incredible. Like 17 games is awesome. Oh, yeah. We got the 17th game weekend, which is supposed to be a showcase weekend where teams will be playing other high. It's going to be massive AFC, NFC. How you doing? Keep it moving. Doesn't mm-hmm. happen, but once every four years normally it'll be happening every single. Then there's super wild card weekend oh. where they added uh, like two more games to that weekend. Then we get into the playoffs. I mean, this is a this is a dream come true for the back end of this football season. And it's only a matter of time before they potentially add another play playoff team on both sides right yeah we kind of just keep making that weekend a little bit longer yeah, and friday longer. night yeah. kicks off right card weekend mm-hmm. you know they, i know on. they have an agreement with high school football or whatever but at that point high school football is over Done. so most high school football is over so you could have an entire yeah it's only a matter of time by the way the players are in on this because it's another check yeah and uh more teams in the playoffs the only people that be matter are the team the teams that are normally high seated they're like why are we letting anybody in you know this whole thing but that'll be an easy sell for the players players hey another playoff check for four more teams here mm-hmm. uh, another opportunity this that is to go on a run to win a super bowl that'll be an easy pass the nfl knows that it's only a matter of time before the showcase week then super wild card weekend uh-huh. and then the play i mean it's only a matter of time before that just becomes an absolute feeding frenzy media rights deals and everything like mm-hmm. that well, and even for the higher seats too like the two seat didn't have a buy this year but if they were to add that eighth team then all of a sudden the one and the two get a buy again right so yes. they would even they like, like it. that a little yeah. bit they yeah. like it. now granted they're not getting money i don't think that weekend but they do get a buy which is great news for them and yeah, the money really? goes up the next week i think yeah if you don't play it, i don't think you get the check hmm. huh i think this feels i was in the playoffs a lot <laughs> i was in the playoffs a lot <laughs> but i only had a bye week i think once or twice in the playoffs, I don't recall. And the one was my rookie year, and I, there's no way I remember. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing I remember is that our playoff checks were the exact same. Me and Peyton were making the same exact amount. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Now, off the field, he was making a lot more, uh, but obviously, and everything like that. But for that game, for me to come out there two times, me and Peyton making the same exact amount of money, that was Eagles. awesome. But I don't recall if they pay the bye week or not. I think they don't because you're not working. So I think you don't get it, and then it, you, it goes up the next weekend. But the 17-game ruling is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the optically, the sound, 7 and 10 sounds ter- terrible. That brutal. sounds brutal. Mm-hmm. 8 and 9 sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then 9 and 8, it's like, okay. Yeah, okay. We're almost there. We got but there. 10, 10 and 7 is like, it, that doesn't even really sound. That's like, a fringe oh, playoff. So you got to go, go, go 11 and 6. You got to go 12 and 5. Like that, 12 wins is a huge amount of wins. Now it's like 12 and 5. It's like, okay. 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 Good football team. Pretty good team. <laughs> it is. It is. That's just one game, and they'll do this again, by the way. We'll have 18 games oh, yeah. at some point. Oh, yeah. 1978 till now. The fact that it stayed at 16 games is 
especially with how much we see they profit off of everything. I guess with the resurgence of media rights just being diversified with streaming and everything, I assume there will never be another stay in the league at all. You know, guys yeah. change jersey numbers so you can resell jerseys. Right, you know Apple what I mean? Chargers. Yeah, like everything. I assume the NFL will go to 18 games so they can redo the media rights at yeah. some point. Now, yeah. I'm not saying it'll be within the next year or two, but 10 years from now when that next CBA is potentially up or or 12 years from now, they'll just add one in there, add a buy. Now Apple, Amazon, Netflix, mm-hmm. everybody has it. They're going to be able to generate enough product where they can just rake in all of the cash. The $250 million salary cap in the next four to five years that Pelissero, who literally speaks for the NFL, said it's definitely going to happen. That's just going to continue to go. I mean, it's good for everybody. It's good for fans. Players initially aren't going to like it, but I think the amount of money that is about to come from this 17-game jump is going to make the NFL go, if we had a buy in another game, that's 20 weeks of football, just regular season we have. We can resell. I think it's going to happen again. And I think that's why this 17-game season is such a big deal because I think this is going to be like a gateway drug for the NFL to realize they can do re-media deals and there's going to be more people, more games, more wildcard weekend. Mm -hmm. It just feels like this is potentially going to lead into some more shit, which is good for fans, good for media. The players, their bodies are going to have to figure it out, but the money also is going to go up for that whole thing as well. Yeah, because even though it was... uh... 10-year deal on those didn't they have outs after like a couple years like it's not ironclad there's definitely negotiable to move around three years or two years left three years left of thursday night football on fox but they can get in there in a year from now and renegotiate Mm -hmm. that and then it's an 11-year deal worth 110 million dollars but after seven years a lot of those deals are potentially renegotiated or out Mm -hmm. and i think after six years there's a chance they left themselves a lot of Mm -hmm. you know a lot we'll be back hey hey you uh dish Six, you guys, six years from now, you Can guys going to survive. Gonna, six you guys going to be anything? Six years? <laughs> no, probably not. Right? What are you? What are you guys saying? Our projections say we're good for at least another eleven. The NFL's like, cool. All right, fucking six years from then, <laughs> we would like to potentially get a renegotiation in there. So I, I think that is why the seventeen thing is such a big deal. There was other rules proposed. We do not know if the sky judge was voted upon or what the outcome was for that. Hopefully we get that. There was other things pitched by the Rams pitched something that would have directly helped them last year, I guess. So they pitched a rule change for a double throw basically. If you throw, it gets batted, you catch it. They want to change the throw from being a penalty to a replay. They want to give it. There's a bunch of bullshit going on, Mm -hmm. but there's a couple very important things. The 17 game one I think is the most important one. Overtime potentially changing, which is another conversation, and the onside kick are two other ones that are important. Everything else, I think, is stuff that isn't really, you know, it doesn't even really have a lot of sizzle. Just no, a, no, stick. Yeah. a lot right. of like, hey, here's mm-hmm. not a lot of sizzle. The sizzle is the 17, the OT, yep. and uh, the potential sky judge. You think that uh, because of the, you know, the 18 games, possibly two bye weeks within the next 10 years, you think preseason will also two probably games. be scrapped? Probably oh, get out two, of two, two games, games, I think, okay. where if you have a certain amount of years in the NFL, you're not allowed to play and I'm like, mm-hmm. it'll get a it'll be a whole thing i'm getting i don't have my ears in but i'm getting a lot of points <laughs> and i i think that is uh going out of hour one we said uh somebody's dad wouldn't let him on yeah to come yeah. out and play mm-hmm. of course you know like we we're kids you knock on your neighbor hey, mm-hmm. he's not allowed he's allowed no, no not today shuts the door didn't really want it's like oh what the hell happened over there yeah. you know what i mean so this is kind of the same situation like had to ask Make mm-hmm. sure everything's kosher. Oh, mm-hmm. Dad, come on. I do believe it's come, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, 
the worst human on earth, Area Hawani. Yeah! Oh, nice! Oh, there he cool is. Cool players! Wow. Was that dope back there? <laughs> Apologize, Patrick. Apologize not to me, but to your listeners who you've lied to for the last few weeks. Apologize to them right now. What am I? What am I apologizing for? Pat? Apologize for making up stories. Apologize for what you just said. Apologize oh, okay. because you turned my banning of the Patrick McAfee show into oh. some other media hubbub. Tell the people the truth. Tell them the truth about the greatest guests in the history of this program. Tell them the truth about one half of the ESPN tag team broadcast world. Tell them the truth about how many times you've texted me and begged me to come back and begged me to save your show and begged me to save this rinky-dink operation that you call a program. Tell them what I did to you. Okay. Are you done? I'm not done. I will never be done because the the PR tour that you have gone on over the past few weeks was pathetic, <laughs> was sad, was a new low, especially for you. Tell the people how many times you called me and begged me to lift the ban and allow you to have me back on your program. Tell them. Go ahead. Tell them right now. Well, Ariel. Hey, excuse me. Excuse me, Ariel. Are you hiding? Are you scared to get on? Are you you scared? Are you scared to get on? Is that what that was? I thought you were scared to show your face. Are you scared to show your face right now? I've never been scared. I will be scared of no man. I need to speak to my good friend, AJ Hawk. Put AJ up on the screen right now. AJ's on vacation. Where is he? He's on vacation. I want to say something to AJ Hawk right now. Well, AJ, hold on though. AJ works every day though. You know, since since the ban that you got uh, placed on your yourself by the company, you are one nope. half of the tag team Patrick, champion. Mm-hmm. We're not getting into this because you're 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 creating a story out of nothing. No, okay, yeah, yeah. You, my ban. I banned you. No, my ban. I, I banned you. No, 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 Ariel. I banned I was, you. I banned. I was you. tired of the late payments. I was tired of the lies. But I want to talk to AJ Hawk here for a second because. <laughs> AJ's not when you here. made up your whole little story, what was the first thing that AJ said? He did ask. Does that include Ariel? Yeah. He did AJ. Ask. He did AJ. Ask. He did You're ask. the man. AJ, you will never hear a negative thing out of this mouth about you again. Patrick over there, we got a beef. We got an issue. He tried to call up someone who pretended to be me. Oh, he tried to do a whole about. little shtick, a whole little gimmick, Patrick. A whole little gimmick, I'm on to you. But AJ, me and you... Thickest thieves. You're the man, AJ. Kind of disappointed you're not here to talk to the champ because make no mistake about it, the corporate champ is here. Uh, I want to let you know I'm happy you brought the mask out of retirement. We saw the in a memoriam tweet you put out. Mm-hmm. It was it was something we were all very sad, and I'm thankful that I lifted the ban against you guys to come on yeah, to the PN, the Pat band. Network. Yeah, just the PN. Uh, can you uh, come on today? Oh, Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. You can grace us with yeah. your presence today. We have Xavier Woods on. He's part of New Day. No one cares. Can Xavier you talk Rose. to us about uh, something other than the 
NFL drafts. Today. Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes is coming on the show. Can you have bring some entertainment back to this boring oh, show? Okay. Oh right. my God! I, right. I don't have enough cutoff T-shirts. I can't talk about gambling all day long. Can you it's come save us, Helwani? Helwani saves you anytime he wants to save you, Patrick. And so I accept your apology. And here I am. So what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? I don't got all day, my friend. You want to talk UFC? You want to talk my hit show on ESPN Plus? What is it that you want to talk about, Patrick? I heard. I what did about hear the shiny I, belt? I mean, you talk about a belt right here. You talk about a belt. The Can-Am Connection. Daniel Cormier and I, the ESPN broadcast oh, yeah, that's a tag belt. team champions of the world. What kind of rinky-dink operation belt is that? What, the, what, what is that? The oh, fake WBC belt? No, no. What is that? This was the NFL, the biggest league on earth, taking down the NBA in golf, pal. I was part of the team. Oof. Look at this. Look at this. You wish. You wish. Oh, Who'd you beat hey, get there? up. Can you have me on your show so I can get one of these? Oh, yeah, Who'd maybe one day when we ever see each other in person. If you took we down, uh, you person, took down Stephen I'll let you A. and Max this belt, Patrick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the closest you'll ever come to gold, hey. to ever come to some kind of trophy. You hey, you me? and DC took down Stephen A. and Max? I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. What do you mean? This right here says that we did. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? This right here says that we did. What more do you need? I don't know how to strap this thing. I just... <laughs> the the Can-Am connection. I mean, look at this detail that they gave us. Logo right here. Look at that. Uh, who I bought mean, that Flags right here. Who bought this that was... for you? What's that? Who got that for you? Who bought that? The brass. The powers that be. Oh, that's why they had to lay off everybody? Yeah. Buy these yeah. fucking belts <laughs> around here? Is that what is going on? A lot of great people lost gigs over yeah. there that yeah, I have a lot of respect for to pay for your little stupid fake ass belt. That, that's a shame, think about by it. the way. That's What's a shame. That is a shame that that is where they prefer to put their attention. Yeah. So what do you want? What do you want? Here we are. I've come and saved the show. I've been watching from afar. It's been a pathetic month, month for the program. All the crying and the whining. Oh, they won't let it happen. What do you want? Program. And now you get me on? And then this is That's how a different you waste program. My we were time? not doing that. What's that, Bob? What's that? Well, what I was saying was the, the the program that was crying and whining about this whole thing was not this program. Actually, this program yeah. was the complete opposite direction. Huh. Expected this to happen, by the way, because, you know, when you come on here, you're good. When you're on TV, which you haven't been, by the way, I think since the band yeah. started. Yeah. I'm like, I we have to, not seen wanna, any. Your Francis Ngannou interview, I saw. You're boring me, Patrick. I saw you're that got me. quoted. You're boring me, Patrick. No, you disappeared. You disappeared. Yeah. We thought you Thank wanted the hibernation. Yeah. We yeah. thought they were like, oh, the old hibernating Hilwani here. He's going to take three weeks off. You haven't been on the show nobody knew you were even still doing anything your fans have been very kind they have sent me a lot of nice messages and said please save the show <laughs> s-o-s save our show you were so great Kiawani, what a star what a backdrop you have beautiful plants what a great guest you bring vibrations on a friday Kiawani fridays something we love good shabbos to you all and i said guys listen listen I'm not doing things for free anymore, okay? Yeah. And when you're when when you're sleeping in satin sheets, Patrick, you don't get out of bed, you know, for for a little uh, FaceTime call uh -huh. with the Jabrones in Indiana, uh, all right? Okay. Yeah, I understand. Well, so we well, I just want to let the world know. Okay, I want to let the world know we cleared it up. Yeah, we've come to terms on a great long-term deal. That's my agent true. spoke to your agent. That Thank you true. very much, and I'm very happy with the agreement. That is not now, true. That let's what get you just down said to is not true. But also, I would like to say. I am thankful, okay, for real for a second. I am thankful 
that your parents allowed you to come on the show today. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm Patrick, thankful for that. Yeah, 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 very yeah, nice of that. Parents, relay that message. My parents live in Montreal. What are you talking about? How dare you speak of Mr. and Mrs. Helwani no, like that? No, no, we're not Mr. talking about those things. Yeah. You know, we're, yeah. talking, we're talking about your daddy. CT. We're talking about your daddy. Is who we're talking no, about? My dad and please tell your daddy and mommy that we well, say thank you, daddy. Thank you, mommy, daddy. Thank you, mommy, daddy. For the first time in a month, go ahead and do oh, it. Thank you, mommy, daddy, for letting the champ back what out of the house. Need, Patrick. <laughs> One of us is a linear TV star, the other is a YouTube star, and that sure as heck ain't me, bub. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, golly, I don't see. I, hey, I looked on my TV guide earlier this morning. I ain't seen no Patrick McAfee show up. Nah, you're wrong, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're hey, full. Shout, shout out, Sportsgrid. Shout out, shout out. You're wrong, pal. I did see it. I don't know what you're talking about over there in Indiana, but I know that right here, things are good. I wish I could say it's been nice to talk to you guys again, but it hasn't. I'm disappointed <laughs> that AJ tucked tail once again, even though I was here to actually extend an all. I thought you were going to be friends with him. I thought you were going to be friends with AJ. Yeah, well, where is he? I mean, here, I, I, I guess, I, guess for I, just vacation. I found out that Relax. I was back, that the band was lifted on my part, and he ran away. Okay, well, I'm thankful that, you know, you're here. Okay, we're thankful for whatever happened you got here. Uh, now, can we talk a little a bit deal. about... It was a great deal. I'm happy with the terms. I don't know what your terms are with your daddy and mommy, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Jacobs. Thank you for the deal. Thank you for the, the signing bonus. <laughs> Could you imagine if there was? Listen, imagine if hey, CFO hey, Patrick, was on the hey, horn with Harry. Oh, man. Oh, hey, man, it would be awesome. If you want to shoot, brother, I could shoot. All right? Oh, you Don't get shoot? it twisted, okay? <laughs> I could shoot too. Hey, Cole Cabana, I could shoot, all right? So let's go. <laughs> get on with it. You don't know that reference because you're a Johnny Come Lately. Man, Siri back there knows what I'm yeah, talking shut about. Shut the fuck up. I know what Cole Cabana is. <laughs> you just need to nah, stop. I think you don't know about Las Vegas. You don't know about well. the, um, Hey, uh, the CM Punk, yeah. The, um, yeah, of course. He told you that in your ear. Okay, go on. I, I know mean, my shoulders are getting tired. smarter than you uh, every single thing you talk about. Uh, are you going to be at WrestleMania next week? Let's break some news. Or did they not call you? Did Triple H say he doesn't need your sorry ass anymore? Tell me. That's what was said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reminiscent of Monday Night Football? <laughs> no, Reminiscent never gave me an opportunity to win the ratings war one time or two times. What, they they wanted you to work at the Boca Raton Bowl. That was exactly what happened, actually. And I was in, I was actually out on the field. I was in jorts, and it was a hurricane throughout the yeah. entire game. Pretty yeah. hard, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Those are those are that's your mommy, daddy, though, who was making those no, decisions. Nothing to do with that. Doing NBA May seventh. Nice. Where at? Uh, Chi Town. Maybe we can link up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, it's three hours away. I don't know if I would drive to talk to you, but maybe if you didn't put that fart sound in there, I would have went and done that. What are you going to do? Are you actually play by play? Color commentary? Yeah. Yeah. Play. I say it's actually, uh, we're going old school, Vince Scully style. No analyst, no 
reporter, just one man in the booth calling all the action. And what an honor it is to be in this position. I mean, after all these years, all this hard work, it's great to be in this spot, I must say. Is that on ABC or ESPN? Uh, it's actually on uh, ABC and ESPN simulcast, also on ESPN Plus, the platform that Chael Sonnen and I built, Ariel and the Bad Guy, which you can, of course, watch every Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, we built it off our shoulders with our hands. Only two shows nice a week? Mr. Chapek to call us yesterday to thank us for all the subs. Only two shows a week? Only two shows a week? Well, that's that's that show. Then I got DC and Hawani. Then I got Ariel Hawani's MMA show every Wednesday. I mean, we're talking about every single day a Four different shows. kind of program from yours truly. Yeah, but if a tree falls, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. It's like if What's a tree... That? You know how they say, like, out in the middle of the woods, like, mm-hmm. if a tree... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say that. You know yeah, what I mean? And then they say if nobody's around, like, did it make any noise? Doesn't matter. No, I think, I think we make noise, my friend. I think we make noise plenty. Now, you said you wanted to ask me something about something. So ask me something. Or was this it? Was it just this? If this was it, then I'm cool with it because, you know, I'm happy with the deal that Mr. Jacobs and I signed. I just want to know if that we're okay with, you know, these kinds of questions on the program. Can you get, can you, can you zoom out there, Mansuri? Can you zoom out there and do your job for once? That would be Foxy. Get, you need to have okay, a little respect for Foxy, Because please. the lighting is kind of blinding me. So much ice on this thing, you can skate on it. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Why don't you have a grill yet? I feel like Kilwani should have a full, a full grill at this point. A lot of people said that I was gifted with some of the nicest pearly whites they've ever seen. No braces here, Patrick. <laughs> Unlike you, I mean, grandmas used to stop me on the street and say, "How did you do it? How did you get such a perfect smile?" I said, "Sister, good hygiene, good genes, good genetics, and a whole lot of brushing." You know what I'm saying? And a whole lot of brushing. <laughs> Oh, those are veneers? Nope. Look at that. I, you know what? What a compliment. What a tremendous compliment. <laughs> Thank you for to me. Uh, because they're so good, they look like veneers. But no, here I am. I mean, have you seen the detail on this All right, thing? let's get look past it. The, the can we get it. You lost. Stephen A. and sports. Max definitely Pro came yeah, to yeah, and yeah, got yeah, that. Yeah. And away. I would assume that that's the second time Stephen A's won that alongside Skip and whoever mm-hmm. else. Stephen A is with right. over there. Um, and maybe Herb Street, by the way, he might get in the ring. Yeah. He came off top rope a little bit as well. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, but Ariel, let's talk about something you do know about. Can I please? Please. Do you want to take do you want to take the belt off your shoulder and do you, no, you is no? I mean, do you want me to? Does it make you uncomfortable? No. Does it make you feel inferior? No, but just like a fake belt, you know, a fake championship mm-hmm. while you're stupid. talking, it, you look yeah. stupid. Kind of look like a clown. Fake show, fake arms, fake shirt. All real. When's man. the last time you were tested, huh? When's the last time? <laughs> a couple months ago, actually. I, was, yeah. I, got, I got a full yeah. test, got a blood test mm-hmm. done as well. Yeah. I mean, they were trying to see wow. what I had. They had to get me. You know what I mean? Do you, do you, do you have those jabrones follow you everywhere you go for, like, affirmation? Like, can you ever have a one-on-one conversation, or does it always have to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, well, uh-huh, with uh-huh. me, because, you like, know, I mean, come on. I've lived such a Grow incredibly up. hilarious life. You make me sick. The boys are here to be like, yes, what are you saying actually yeah. did happen. You remind me of that guy. And so much happens, you know, I don't live in, oh, in the basement one, and do four two, shows a three, week. Two, I do so many things. Right. I actually... 
I actually they forgot that they job. took my oil to actually mm-hmm. test me. That oh, yeah. that did happen a couple oh, months yeah. ago. So I got to remember some things because so much happens. You know, I, I people see my life, they see what I do. I don't go into disappearance if I get banned from a show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, hey, when are they going to come out with the schedule for your Monday night games? I'm really looking forward to that. I think you guys are going to do a great job <laughs> in the fall. Will you get to travel to the games, or are you going to do them from home? What's the deal? We might. I mean, that might be the thought. I, I, mm-hmm. You know, I think. That Monday night gig, Ariel, imagine if I would have got, how quickly would I have gotten fired from that gig, you think, after now? No, I, listen, I, uh, jokes aside, I think you would have been great. No, uh, no. I, lo- I love you on, on game day. Oh, Every shut time up, you come Ariel. on, that 30-second spot is phenomenal. <laughs> you come on, I mean, it's just quality TV. Um, and I think you would have been great as like, I don't know what you would have been. You would have been like the celebrity picker at halftime or something. You would have had that, you know, Chris Berman job, the fastest two minutes. I don't know what hey, you would have done, hey, hey, but hey, I think hey, you would have hey, been great regardless. Don't you, hey, you need to slow down about Boomer. Ricochet you, shots You Boomer. need to take it Boomer's easy. Boomer's a legend. Boomer's one of my favorite human beings. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, can we talk Buffalo about- Bills fan, by the way. No one circles the wagons like Chris Berman and the Buffalo Bills. Chargers, but the um, Chargers. He's a Chargers fan, yeah, I think. The Bills fan. He's like the mayor of Buffalo at this point. Now the circle of the Bills wagon thing's real, but I think he's a Chargers fan. I yep. do believe. Not hundred percent sure. We can look that up. I mean, what about the off season? Brandon Bean is at, huh? Can we talk about that first? Nobody wants to talk to Ariel Helwani about that. Okay, <laughs> no, nobody. Listen, this is what I want to. Can you tell me about John Bones Jones and Dana White having dinner, making a deal done? Is what would that be uh, worth? What a mark you are, Patrick. I mean, just when I thought. I mean, just when I thought. You couldn't be a bigger mark. Here you are marking out again. April Fools, brother. Come on. No. Yes. No. You fell for this? Yes. Like I said, I mean, listen, I know you went to West Virginia. I'm sorry about the beatdown that my boys in orange put on you guys. I know education isn't exactly what we like to call top notch over there. But yes, check the date. April Fools, come on. You think it goes down like that? Listen, big MMA news only gets broken by yours truly. <laughs> Not that guy on Twitter. Come on. Man, you see I, me write it? No. I, why did we even? That was the only reason I to know. have him I on. I mean, uh, shit. Hook, line, and sinker, I guess. Not all of us. Thanks. So Dana Listen, was a part of that? Amount of, we have X amount of appearances. Mr. Jacobs and I cut a deal. I had to be on today. You think I wanted to come on on Good <laughs> Friday, one of my favorite holidays of the year? No. By the way, you coming on was... Potentially about something that we're all realizing. It's all bullshit. All bullshit. And we're starting to become the biggest MMA show on the internet, by the way. Oh, yeah. Francis Ngannou interview. Overnight. Sat down for Ooh. 30 minutes. Learned his whole story. Almost got that wow. thing. Overnight, we were becoming, you know, we we're trying to give you a little bit of a rub in that world. Yeah. Turns out we were, oh, wow, we got caught. We got oh, fucking no. duped. No. Is it bothering you guys that it's shining so much, that the belt is shining? Like, do you feel like it's turning away the viewers, or do you think it's driving them in what do you guys think well i do believe if i was to view the numbers and ratings of things that you do a lot of the Mm -hmm. things you do on camera drives away the viewers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's the belt I mean, what a, what a shot this is right here. Who would have thought, after the ban I put on you guys, that we'd be back in this moment? Me wearing a tie over my sweatshirt, the belt, all this stuff. I mean, this is this is. You, you remember when Hogan and The Rock went face to face? Remember that? That's like this moment right here. And yeah, you went to Syracuse, like, other way, yeah. Once in a lifetime, or whatever they called other it. Way. Other, other way. Other way. Uh, oh no! Oh yeah, perfect. Oh yeah, that's that's how it works. 
Jackass. We'll, 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 mirror, we'll mirror your thing so it works for us. The next time you try to spread... Why would you Patrick not just turn and look at us? <laughs> what? There you go. There you go. There you go. I mean, this is great. This is great content right here. I don't know about you guys, but this is some of our best work. Is there anything else, or uh, are we done here? I don't know. We're done. If Bones is, I thought he and Dana had a. I thought Dana, so. So Dana played along. It was after midnight, though, but that was on the East Coast. I don't know if they're on the West. Coast. Oh, see, we're trying to explain why we potentially had our guard down. Well, it's because where we live here on the Eastern Standard Time, it was past April Fool's Day, so we put our guards down. What's your level of interest in that fight? Four thousand. Should they pay up for it? Okay. I think so. Now, I don't know what the average amount of money made off of all these are. If you go off the boxing numbers and how much money Floyd makes per fight and how much money Connor made whenever he was fighting over there and the Wilder Fury fights and how much money comes out of the boxing world, which has always been a much larger purse than anywhere else. And you go back in time to when John Bones Jones was having his surge in everything and fighting. He was on cereal boxes and Nike deals and everything. I thought yes, he was, yes, I was there, Patrick. You don't have to give me the whole story. I lived it. Go ahead. Yeah, me too. I was at the fights. I was at the after sure parties. I was literally <laughs> in the family there for a little bit. I thought he was potentially going to be able to be the Floyd Mayweather of mixed martial arts where go off and do your own events and sell your own tickets. And then everything started happening out of the cage and everything started going kind of haywire and going down. I think if John Bones Jones, who was named the greatest fighter of all time, basically, whenever he was going and everybody... I loved watching him fight. His return bout against the story we just heard yesterday, a man who's going to write a book and title it Born Slave Became a King. I mean, that mm -hmm. fight would be one that I would be very interested in. I don't know if he told you that on your show. He, he told that on my show <laughs> yesterday or whatever. Yeah, he did. But, but that fight would be, yes, I'd be very interested in that fight, wouldn't you? I think it's one of the biggest fights that they could ever do. He is the closest thing that they've ever had to Mike Tyson. And what I mean by that is, you know, he suspends disbelief, right? He looks the part. He he hits like a Mack truck. He's a he's a heavyweight champion that everyone's intimidated by, who everyone's afraid of. I mean, he's incredible. But here's the biggest difference between him and Mike Tyson. He, he's he's just scratching the surface. Yes, he's 34, but I don't think we've seen nowhere near how good this guy can be. And so the idea that you have this guy who's just scratching the surface, but he's the heavyweight champ who just knocked out Steve Amiacic, and oh by the way, here's John Jones who vacated the title. And, and said, all right, I'm going to fight either Stipe or Francis, and, and he's an undefeated champion and the greatest light heavyweight champion, and in most people's eyes, the greatest fighter of all time, period. Like, that's a massive, massive fight. That's a massive fight. Now, I would advise John to not negotiate in public. This doesn't rub the UFC brass the right way. They don't like when people do this. If he truly wants to make this fight happen, and I believe he does, there's this notion out there that he's afraid of Francis. How silly is this notion? The guy just gave up his title knowing very well that it was either Stipe or Francis next. There was a 50-50 chance, and oh, by the way, Francis was the betting favorite. And now all of a sudden he's going to back out? No. No. He just wants to get paid. Now, is his, is his demand a little unreasonable? He says 8 to 10 is too little. I would offer... I'm not going to say he doesn't, he doesn't have a, a very strong point, but historically, very, very few fighters, like 
I can literally name one or two have made eight to ten or more. Connor? And you know the names. Connor and Khabib. That's it. In and that Khabib fight? Had, that their first fight or all fights? No, I'm talking about for a fight. Oh, Connor and when they fought each other? Yeah, but no, Khabib afterwards has made in that range. But there's a difference with Khabib. Connor's the only one that just gets it, period, regardless of the situation. Pay-per-view. Khabib gets it because he fights in Abu Dhabi and there's a deal there with the Abu Dhabi government, so they chip in a little bit. But that's it. And so does does John deserve it for his body of work? Sure. I just don't know if he's going about it the right way. And by the way, I don't think the UFC is going to stick around. Like, they'll call up Derek Lewis pretty quickly to move on. Yeah, and he said he would take the fight, I believe. He said $8 million. She, $8 million out by yeah. that, I believe, is what he said. But, um, which, by the way, he's one of the most entertaining people of all time. Feels like the heavyweights have a great thing going right now, which is good for everybody. Anytime there's big people swinging at big people, it's good news. What is the what is a normal buy for a pay-per-view? How many people buy it? And whenever you talk about points, did Stipe get $700,000 in bonuses from pay-per-view points? Because he made allegedly 1.2 something and Francis made Where are you getting these numbers from? The internet? I mean. I guess I expect nothing less from a guy who just made up a whole story a month ago. But um, don't believe – Don't. Be, this is not the NBA. This is not the NFL. The numbers that you see online are not accurate when it comes to fighting, especially MMA. Really? Um, they can pretty much disclose what they want, and that's that. And most fighters are okay with that because they don't want, you know, jabrones like you going through their taxes. And so well, – Jabrones like me have had every dollar I made basically publicly stated. So it's – it's. Sure, I didn't think it would be sure. a bad thing. I think it's kind of normal for people that are at a high level. But what is the average – you're saying the 8 to $10 million, there's only two people that have ever gotten that. Whenever you're talking UFC fighters, why is it always just widely considered like, yeah, the purse is much smaller? Is it because boxing has been around a lot longer? And mixed, The breakdown like, is completely different, right? I mean let's take Mayweather. He's his own promoter. So he's going to take the boatload of the money here. And also the rest of the card is making a lot less. So he's able to take the lion's share. Even if you don't have a guy like Mayweather, let's say you have a guy like, I don't know, Anthony Joshua. He's promoted by Matchroom Boxing, Eddie Hearn. It's going to be him versus, let's say, hopefully one day Tyson Fury. I mean, just look at the look at the gate, look at everything, look at the, the, the breakdown as far as the TV deals and all that. And then look at what the rest of the guys are making on the card. So that's not to say that... It should be way more in the UFC. It should, but I'm saying they, they, they like to spread it out a lot more. I know, by the way, because you're essentially working for them as opposed to being your own promoter or co-promoter, you're going to get you know, a lesser portion of the pie. So you're saying how many downloads uh, or how many pay-per-view buys? buys? For which? For what, what I predict that Jones and uh, Nganu would get? Yeah, give me like biggest of all time, normal. Oh, and then biggest what you th- of all time is, is a little over $2 million for um, Connor Khabib. Um, these days they're on fire. Uh, you know, the pandemic has treated them very well. So, you know, there have been a few, like Connor and Dustin did over a million. Masvidal Usman did over a million. What is it, 69.99 Or what is it, 49 99 69 99 Jesus. They're doing they're doing big business. They are, but if you're John Bones and Connor and everybody, that's why you would automatically see that because the UFC will survive them. Oh, like they will outgrow. Can it, I but- tell you my biggest issue with all of this? Yeah. My biggest issue is, and I'm happy that we're having this conversation. This is good. This is good for us. Um, 
I mean, you've been in a luchador mask this entire time, but I I feel like it has been a very good conversation. And by the way, we've been able to willfully suspend disbelief that we're talking to a clown and actually have, you know, like taking what you've said uh, seriously for Mm -hmm. a good convo here. So Um, congrats to us for doing it. Congrats to us for taking it serious. You misspelled my name on the graphic there. You forgot a knee for the record. Um, So going back to the, the, the conversation... John Jones relinquished his title off the top of my head June or July, right? It's currently, what are we, April 1st. What have we been doing, or second, what have we been doing since June to April? Like this, we knew that John was giving up his belt to fight either Stipe or Francis. This has been said time and again, time and again. Why are we waiting until now to talk turkey with John Jones? Uh. That's the part that bothers me in all this. I, if I were in charge, what I would have done was November, December, January. At this point, we know Francis and Stipe are fighting March 27th. Get a deal done with John Jones and get two separate deals done. Get a Stipe deal done, a Francis deal done, right? Get a deal done in writing, verbal, whatever, and then have two promos. Two promos. Fran- okay, Francis wins. End of the pay-per-view. Could you imagine? You fade to black. You run the promo. The greatest champion of all time moving up the heavyweight going against the The new heavyweight champion. I mean, do I have to run the show myself? Do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold, on, hold on, though. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. That fight has now how long? How many days removed from that fight are we now? Uh, almost a week. Six yeah. days. Now the conversation's reignited again with a April 1st uh april fool's day tweet or whatever but just whenever you release that video gets big pop that night right at like what 4 a.m or whatever whenever that pay-per-view ends you get a big pop that night i think you get the deal done obviously pre-hand but man the slow roll this week of rolling out that john bones is going to happen i think that would be better booking personally but if you want to make the announcement at 4 a.m after the fight just ended and take francis's enjoyment moment i mean that is on the east coast 9 30 on the west and all eyes are on Francis and the coronation of the new king and all that stuff. If you want to wait till Monday morning, fine. But I feel like, I mean, I just look at the, I look at the activity online at the end of a pay-per-view. It's sky high. I mean, my numbers through the roof. I mean, unbelievable numbers, you know, for my programs. So I would have done it then, promo or not. I just want to know what have we been doing for the last, what is it, eight months, right? Like, why didn't we get a deal done? Why are we doing this now? Because you know what's something that's, you know what's very it's unrelatable, so especially these serious. times? Bro. You're talking right now to a company that's about to go public, right? UFC is about to go public, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I think you're making a, I, I think Endeavor just bought out. Uh, they now have 100% ownership of it before it goes IPO or whatever. So I don't know what that means, but UFC is about to skyrocket. And you're breaking down uh, a very, very, very good point, bringing up very logical questions and things that would be good for their business. But you're wearing this luchador mask the entire time. It is it's very difficult. Ah! Oh, my God. Oh, still got the belt there. Yeah. Still have the belt. In case you were wondering, it is me, my friends. I am back to save this program. Helwani is back. Tiawani Fridays are back. Feel good Friday. Tiawani <laughs> Friday. Says. Uh, Ariel, you want to take a phone call? Oh, God. Who is it? Booker T, that jabron? <laughs> <laughs> Did he just finish, uh, call back. 
Come on, dog. Set with his five-pound Fisher-Price weights. All right, now that's not who it is, but we got to get to a break. It's been a lot of fun talking to you. Wait, what's the call? I want the call. Give me I, the call. I was just gonna pick some random, but I mean, let's go. Hit me. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Derek. Uh, let's go to uh, all these questions are very NFL related, which you know nothing about. So no, hit me. I can talk all day about Xavier Woods. Let's go. Jeez. Let's go to Derek in Texas. Derek, what's going on, bub? Hey, it's Pat and the boys and, and Dana White's favorite fluffer, Hilwani. Yeah! yeah! I like this, I like this Derek in Texas. What do you want to talk about, Derek? Hey, well, since since we got Hilwani on the line, hey, man, you think that that John Bones Joan uh, Ganu fight's going to get made? Because uh, it seems like it's not. Great question, Derek. What was the question? What was the question? Are they going to fight or not? Wow, great stuff, Derek. Way to, bring it, bro. Way to bring it. I mean, golly. All right, this is the level of callers you have. Is he gonna, are they going to fight or not? Are Bones and Ngannou going to fight or not? I, I'll put it this way. I hope they do. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Okay, Sweet. ladies and gentlemen. Way to bring it. Way to bring nice. it. Way to bring it. <laughs> These, this is the level of answers you give over there on your ESPN. Listen, yeah, it stinks. Um, Listen, hey, hey, unlike others, I don't speculate. I give you the truth. That's a shoot, brother. That's a shoot. <laughs> hey, call up, call up rfvideo.com. I'll shoot all over your asses, all right? All right. Uh, nice. Ladies and gentlemen, for some reason, Ariel Hawaii. Yeah. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show today, mm-hmm. this entire week. Thank you for your commitment to listening to the show. Thank you for your fanhood. Thank you to all the boys for their effort this week. Can't thank you all enough for the fact that we get to do this and you all listen. Uh, This weekend, enjoy the hell out of yourself, will you? Please just have an absolute blast. Life sucks. The world's got a lot of bad shit going on. We're all going to die. But this weekend, we're going to have the time of our lives. Let's enjoy this thing we call life and laugh a little bit. And if you did that today, please be a friend, tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into the best weekend of all time. We will see you Monday with a big show. Yeah, must listen. Must listen. Cheers. Uh, Thanks again.